Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermain and Adrian Barrage. Court is a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Perth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 grand final, except he got dropped after the prelim. We don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. Yes, thank you to the great man, Dennis Cometti, and you are listening to Quarters and Barra. I am Glenn Quartermain, Senior Sports Writer for the West Australian. With me is Adrian Barrich of Channel 7, West Coast Eagles and Perth Football Club fame. <laughs> we are brought to you by Tab Touch. <laughs> Better your bet with Tab Touch, but please gamble responsibly. <laughs> Call 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Barris, a bit fired up this morning. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually laughing. I was just laughing at some of the some of the coverage of um, Liam Henry deciding to leave yes, the Dockers. Let's, let's open with that. <laughs> so I'll just say it from the out. He's entitled to pursue whatever avenues he likes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. And um, no, so what do you? Don't worry about loyalty or oh, you've been in the club since you were fifteen. It's loyalty and, and footy anymore, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no. Mate, it's a short is he making life. the right decision leaving the Dockers? Depends where he goes. I would have it, hoped. Well, it's, it looks like he's going to your club, mate. So, do you need to declare Hawthorne that you're secured. a huge Hawthorne man? I, I don't need to declare no, that. No, I mean, declare, it, declare it. So I'll, that I'll before you make any comments I think, here, I, think I, thought, I declare, Glenn Quartermain, I declare that I am a massive Hawks man. And you declare you're a massive Eagles yeah, man. I, yeah, well, he's not going to the Eagles. <laughs> or is he going to the Eagles? I don't think so. <laughs> you uh, know what he's going to try to do? Hawthorne secured a Melbourne, I heard. Um, and Carlton's the other suitor, I think. But. Uh, well, look, I hope he does go to Hawthorne some way because he's a good player. <laughs> yes. I'm just laughing because some of the posts, what are those? We don't need to read out any posts. No, no, posts but, are unkind. But on social media. You social media idiots out there on social media. When you post photos and stuff, what are they called, like memes? Yes, or, they're memes. Is they called memes? <laughs> it's one meme. So we're good friends. Please with read out only tasteful no, ones. No, well, I'm not reading them out. I'm, I'm describing them. Okay. So yeah. Colin Young's a friend of ours, right? Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. I, I would, decla- Corporate sports I would declare him a friend of mine. Yeah. And I understand that he can fire up and he can upset a few people. But he's at the end of the day, he does everything he can for his client. He does. Right? And that's why the players like him. <laughs> so remember when he did that show, Show Me the Money? Yes. And he got into the... And there was a sequel too. Yes, yeah, Show the Money too. Row, yeah. yeah, okay. So stay with me, mate. Yeah. So we're... <laughs> Remember when he was in the bath? Yes. So they got him somehow. The West and the Australian. West got the West got him to do it as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But part of the show was him sitting, and the show ends with him in a bath with his suit on, right? Yeah. <laughs> in ruining his tie. It's all right. Good on him. <laughs> you know what? I think that was a West was instigation, and it just happened to be in the uh, in the. In the show me the money as well. What was the what was the um, implication of being in the bath? Oh, it's just a high flyer suit. It's just something a bit different. That's, that's how we roll in newspapers, well, mate. You wasn't want... it out, out of one of those mafia movies it or something? It was <laughs> for the top 50 most influential people in football. Yeah. So anyway, so someone's posted a photo of, of Youngie in the bath, but this time he's in a toilet. Oh, <laughs> About right, to get okay. flushed, right? Right. <laughs> Someone else. I've sent it, I've sent these to Colin, by the way. Okay. So yeah. and he's he like him, and he sent me back uh, uh, an indication of how much he gives a yeah, continental, yes. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is zero. He wouldn't know. <laughs> no, why would he care? And the other one was is a shot of him laughing beside a photo of 
the Dockers headquarters burning down. <laughs> Look at that one. I don't think that's quite. Ha- <laughs> I don't think that's quite happening. No, uh, I think, but a lot of his players have sh- left. It's a shame for Frio because yes, they have. Do you want to address the, that? Uh, yeah, well, I can address oh, it. Oh, Hawks man, do you want to address that? Why am I addressing it? Let's, is, is this how many how, is this? What's it got to do with me? Well, what's the common denominator? You're suggesting I'm involved. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, mate. I'm just asking you, what is the common denominator? Well, Colin. <laughs> There was a bit of an Who exodus at the old Blake Acres and uh, Rory Lobb and a few others at the end of last year. <laughs> Who else is left at the club, though? Tabernay? Yep. Um, Nathan Wilson. Joel Hamling. Yeah, I think it's an interesting scenario. I think Peter Bell and Colin Young, fair to say, they don't see eye to eye. No, I think <laughs> it might happen with Peter Belly and a few others, too. That's okay. <laughs> but, 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 Liam, if you're listening, my friend, you should stay at Fremantle. You might... Man, I, I, the I only would re- like him to stay at Fremantle. I'll tell you the only reason is that if you are part of the first ever premiership team, you will never be forgotten. You will never have to buy another drink in Fremantle. You will just or, be or a is legend. Is there a tear coming out of one of yeah, your eyes? Because I missed out on the Eagles in <laughs> 1992. Those 20 blokes, it, it's the greatest Immortals. Thing. They're yeah, immortals. Like you go to Hawthorne, you might win a flag in a couple of years. Mm. So what? They're Hawthorne's got a billion. It's still got a billion flags, you guys. Yeah, you know 13. what I mean? And you know what? You know what else is going to happen to her team? See, you're the say you're the fourteenth. Say what? But the first didn't win the, the first. first. No one forgets the first. Didn't win the first till sixty one. Yeah, right. And those guys are still remembered. Mm-hmm. Can you name the team? I can name no, the Eagles team I can from ninety two. Couple of the John Peck, Graham Arthur, a couple of uh, Law, Ian Law. Yeah, absolute. John Kennedy, senior. So you know, you know, the next thing that happens with Liam Henry is that they talk about walking him to the preseason draft. Okay. That'll be the next tactic. Yep. It'll be if you don't let so us who do gets what, him? if you don't let but us then do, who gets him? Well, Cross town. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> let me speak. <laughs> no, well, that's what they'll threaten too, because they've got last, they've got first pick mm-hmm. in the preseason draft. They do. Mate, so he's in a magnificent position. Young is a genius. He, they, the Eagles finishing last and North finishing second last is even just as good because he can say, oh, oh we'll either walk to the Eagles or we'll walk to North Melbourne. And guess what you'll get for him? Sweet F all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they'll have to cop whatever they decide. So whatever Hawthorne decides to throw up. If Hawthorne's interested. So maybe, I'm thinking late 20s pick. He's, he went at nine. Nah, he's got to get better than that. But how are they going to get it, mate? Oh, well, I just told you what he'll threaten to do. Well, then he goes to the preseason draft. Yeah, and, and they get they nothing. Will, what they will do is hold on for as long as they possibly can. To get yeah, it'll be, as they should. It'll be who blinks first. Yeah, as they should. But Youngie, you don't blink. I don't even, I've never even seen him blink. I don't, reckon <laughs> he's, I don't reckon he closes his eyes when he sleeps. Oh, I think he does. But mate, he's a genius. Yes. So it's going to him and Belly going toe-to-toe. You should do a back page, the two, the two heads. <laughs> Saw an interesting one last night, actually, posed. You know, it's silly season, let's be honest. There's all sorts of um, scenarios being painted out there. And I saw an interesting one involving Hawthorne and the Eagles yesterday. Hawthorne, which has pick three, mm-hmm. it probably ends up pick 80 after all the <laughs> AFL. Uh, but, but Hawthorne has pick three. So here's one. Here's one. Hawthorne gives Brockman, who's indicated he wants to leave and return to Western Australia, Denver Granger Barras, who's a first rounder, mm-hmm. top ten pick, but hasn't been able to uh, yeah. solidify his spot in the side, and pick three to the Eagles for number one. Oh, please! <laughs> they get a very good young small forward. They get a key position player 
and they get picked three. I'm not Can saying I just tell you I, there's I zero Eagles, chance yeah, of that happening. I, zero. The Eagles, yeah, just less eight. than zero. Is there something less than zero? Less than zero. There is less than zero. What's yeah. in it? Minus well, two thousand. <laughs> it's, it's freezing temperature. <laughs> Whoever I know put that, that up is a nufty. There you go. Because, but I, but Ryan Daniels told me tells me Tyler Brockman has said he has told the Eagles yep. that he wants to come to him. Yep. How do you feel about that? Ah, uh, great. Oh, good luck. Well done, Eagles. Oh, oh Hawkman. Well done, Eagles. He's mm. very. He's a very good player. Uh, good citizen. Hawthorne rate him really highly as an individual. I think he'd be a great talent to get to the Eagles, and I hope they get him mm. because he he wants to return home. So he's you, you don't. Picking the thirties, you happy with that? No, <laughs> that's what you get. Oh, we want a first rounder, mate. First rounder. <laughs> hey, mate, can I just applaud? Yes, Cameron Ling and Matthew Pavlich. Cameron Ling, Matthew Pavlich, they had Jai Amos number two for the Rising Star. Mm-hmm. So Sheasel, everybody, unanimous. You know Sheasel. what? You know what? Though I'm, I got to say, a couple of months ago. People were saying it's going to be Owens and it's going to be um, Ashcroft. Mm-hmm. And I said, why aren't you people talking about Chiesel? He has had oh. a magnificent year. You're I'm so glad early, he won it. You no, well, early. it's not rocket science. He was just a very good player every <laughs> what week. What are you talking like, about? He had a bad game. <laughs> anyway, how good Lingy and Pav that they went into bat for Amos in, in second spot. Yep. I had him right high up there. I mean, I like Mitchie Owens. Will Ash- Ash- Ashcroft miss five games? I didn't games. quite have Amos that high, but I had uh, I had Owens very high. I had Ashcroft very high, um, and I had Amos after that. They've they've had great years. Sheasel, though, for me was the standout. Oh, absolutely. Here, I'll, I'll test you out then. Yep. There's been one, two, three, four, five players that have had made the All Australian team eight times. Yep. Eight times, right? Eight times. Oh, so yes. the most ever. Who who do you reckon it would be? You want me to name all eight? No, 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 five, five. In the, in they're in the team. Uh, I think, so all Australian team. Uh, Carey? Carey, no. Lee Matthews? No, get get a bit more modern. Oh, okay. It's a modern Nathan thing. Buckley? No, come on, mate. Holy crap. They're talking about the biggest names of all time. Mm-hmm. Eight times. I've just reeled them off for you. No, you've left out in the modern era. Oh, Dusty Martin? Gary no. Ablett Jr.? Yes, One. Was Gary Abbott Senior in there? No, mate. Okay. Which, these are these are all sort of modernish players. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A uh, bloke just retired. Oh, Fife. No, <laughs> Fife. Why would Fife not be in there? Eight times. Eight oh, yeah, times. Eight times. Abbott was in there eight times, was he? Wow. Come on. So you say all five are modern modern era? Well, they're they're more modern than Lee Matthews. Read them out. Read them out. Come on, just think of a Let's retired a legend that just he. Jack Rewald. He just did a lap of honour on the weekend. Oh, Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. So Buddy number two. A bloke who played for Adelaide and Geelong. Oh, Dangerfield. Yep, three. Uh, probably the Crows' greatest player. Uh, Midfielder. Uh, Rashudo. K- killed, yeah. Killed Dean Kemp. Yeah, yeah. Mark Rashudo. And a bloke who won two Brownlows at St Kilda. Oh, Harvey. Harvey. Eight okay. times. Eight yeah. times. That's impressive. That's yeah. impre- I still can't believe Carey or Matthews weren't in, in their eight yeah, I think, times. I, think, I don't think they really had it back. Good no. segue, mate, because yeah. we, let's talk about the All-Australian team. I'll read it from the back line and then we can talk about who we thought was stiff. So back line, James Sicily, Hawthorne, Callum Wilkie, St Finally. Kilda, Tom Stewart, Geelong, halfbacks, Jack Sinclair, St Kilda, Darcy Moore, Collingwood, Dan Houston, Port, 
Centre line, Josh Dacos, Collingwood, Marcus Bontempelli, the Western Bulldogs, Errol Gould and Sydney. Half forwards, Connor Rosie, Port, Taylor Walker, Adelaide, Christian Batraca, Melbourne. Forward line, Charlie Cameron, Brisbane, Charlie Kernow, Carlton, Toby Green, GWS. Tim English, the Ruckman, and Zach Butters and Nick Dacos, the other followers. And the interchange, Caleb Sarong, Fremantle, Zach Merritt, Essendon, Jordan Dawson, Adelaide, and Nick Larkey, North Melbourne. Couple there I'm really pleased with, um, Barra. I was rapt to see Nick Larkey get in there. Mm. 71 goals in, to use your language, Pooparama. Pooparama. Poop. It's Poop. Pooparama poop, 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 yeah, football team. That's Poop, mate. That I was really pleased to see that. Um, Tim English as the number one Ruckman. I think he's had a... He's been the standout ruckman this year. Uh, they all they all deserve their spot, but there were some glaring omissions, and one of them really con- two of them really concern me, and they are Jack Viney and Tom Liberatore, because clearly there's no appetite for an extractor in an all Australian team. I think those two should have got in. Uh, I was wrapped with their choice of captain. Mm. I've been on it for yeah. months. Toby, I was on Darcy more early, but then Toby Green went past him waving, uh, give, he, given his performance this year. Mate, hang on. There was five. See, this is where uh, you haven't thought it through all the time. I, I love you, but you don't always think it through. Yes, I do. G- guess I'll, I'll give you the captains. Luke are in Bruce, the... stiff. <laughs> poor, poor punky. You poor do. punky Bruce. You definitely haven't thought. I'll give you the, the six captains that are in the team, yep. right? And you tell me if Toby Green is a standout. Yep. I'll start with Jordan Dawson. The MVP, Marcus Bontempelli. Yep. So, what's your justification for Green getting past him? Uh, He's probably going to win the Brownlow. GWS have gone, and Kingsley, they have gone, uh, they've made finals. Uh, they have had a great year with a list that really went backwards in the off-season. Mm-hmm. He has gone from being the player who's barely out in the park because he gets reported all the time for changing the way he plays. All right. He's not doesn't play on the edge, he plays near the edge. The red mist is gone. Yeah. I think he's changed his whole psyche and game and still So he gets most, a reward. Most, he gets a reward for redemption. He's the captain for, of for, GWS. For changing his his What about Darcy Moore? Has been fantastic. Yeah, great. Would have been a great the, choice. The smartest Can't bloke all. in the AFL. Can you see what he's? Did you, did you listen to what he's studying? I did. He's doing rocket science or something. He is, yeah. A master's in rocket science, mm-hmm. in fact. And he gave the greatest speech after the Anzac Day he game. He did. Gave a of couple of good speeches. Couple so of how come speeches. you've left him out ahead of? Because uh, I put great Toby Green yeah, out this year. Why? Because he's been an inspirational player and a great leader for GWS. A complete non-rocket scientist, by the way. Doesn't matter. Jordan Dawson, the highest footy IQ in the competition. Toby Green, footy IQ. Footy IQ. I said uh, I could challenge you on that, but I won't. Mm-hmm. Jordan Dawson has had a great year. That's why he's in the All Australian team. <laughs> Another captain, James Sisley. Great year, but I don't think he deserves to be captain of that team. Why not? Because there's others ahead of him. <laughs> two, the two, uh, two ahead of him. There's three ahead of him. Um, one is the captain. One is the vice captain, Moore. And I think the other one would be Bontempelli. And I'll give you Zach Merritt. Yeah, okay. But I can't I'll have give him. you Zach Merritt. I can't have him as captain. But uh, Green was not uh, heads and tails over any of those blokes. Come on. Be honest. Not saying heads and tails. I'm just. It was, an, it, was a, it was a close run thing. He, it was a close run, but he was my pickers captain. I'll tell you the bloke that really badly missed out. Now you're saying Viney and Libba. I'm saying, I'm saying Libba or Lockie Neal versus Merritt. Yeah, I, no, I left, don't think Lockie Neal's year was as good as it has been in the past. I, I reckon he was. He had up and down year. Mm. But I think Tom Tom Libertore didn't. 
And you I think know, Viney is underrated. going to embarrass you in the finals. You've said that. Well, hang on, because he's going to have a monster year. Because he's going to probably win the. They're probably going to win the flag, and he'll probably win do the you, normie. Do you not think he's had an up and down this, here? <laughs> well, up and down. <laughs> yes, they finished second. All right, look. Uh, so I reckon. Okay, I reckon Liba instead of Merritt. All right. Yep. You happy oh, with absolutely. that? Absolutely. with that? Okay, I'll go with that. And Weedering. instead of Rosie? Weedering. <laughs> Weedering's very unlucky. And so was, um, maybe not Harris Andrews, but Weedering definitely stiff. Mate, absolutely. Tom Stewart. How did Tom Stewart get in there? Honestly. I'd it's have a Geelong. We- I'd have Weedering ahead of him. It's a Geelong cabal. It is. Voting, weighing heavily on the, on the judges. See, Pav went in as a judge this year. Good on him. Yeah, yeah. And so Jacko's still there. I actually didn't mind the footage we were showing too of their process. It was good. Jacko's been there a long time, hasn't he? Yeah, been Jacko has, yeah. yeah. yeah it was a... good to see Jacko present the uh, name the team too last night. Did he name the team, yep. did he? I missed that. I'll get on to his mate Summer in a minute, but I've got another classic uh, mm-hmm. question for you. I'm going to yep. test you out here. Yep. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> name the top five go- go- goal scorers in West Coast Eagles games in 2023. Jeez, I can't. That's hard. The top five. Oscar Allen's obviously number one. 53 goals. Had a great year. Yeah. Given, given the supply. Had a great Very, just marginally behind Larky, I reckon, in the year he had. Larky, they, North were only marginally better than West Coast this year. Actually, they're probably a fair bit better than West Coast because they didn't cop five 100-point floggings. Mm. But uh, he was, that was a great year for Oscar. But people don't underestimate the year Nick Larky's had. Oh, mate. And that finishing off with the eight or nine or whatever it was, yeah. yeah. So top five goal scorers in West Coast games this year. Yep. Oscar Allen, 53. Yep. Who else? Oof. Rumours about this bloke retiring Darling. today. Yep, Jack Darling. Some rumours going around that maybe he's going to pull the mm-hmm. pin. He's going to snatch it. 26 goals. He's got a couple of years of Coltrack left, hasn't he? Pretty sure, Jack. Yeah, mm. he has, yeah. Next one down, uh, kicked 19 goals. Noah Long? And then... Was that him? No. Oh, and then the next one down, kick 19. So three and Crips. four, both kicks 19. 19's a clue. Both kicked 19 goals in West Coast Eagles Carl games. Langdon. <laughs> You're on the right track, though. You're thinking that's outside my, the box. My, my Get outside the box. Oh. 19 goals. 19. Think 19. 19. Oh, just, just. Off the back of last weekend, 19. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked nine. I love the eyebrow Who work. kicked nine? I don't know, mate. Tell you me. do in, in an Eagles game. Who Just, kicked nine? Um, Come on. Who kicked nine in an Eagles game last week? Me. Last week. Last week, nine in an Eagles game. Last week. Tell him. Tex. Tex. I think we're talking about Eagles players. I said top five goal scorers in West Coast Eagles games this year. I thought you were talking about West Coast players. No, I said top five goal oh, okay. scorers in well, West Coast different. games. Well, that's different. Yeah, okay. So two. Texas kicked 19 against them in two games. Yeah. <laughs> 10 and 9. And who's the other bloke? So you've got to be clearer. And who's You're the, the other, newsreader. Who's the other bloke? Uh, 19. Else? Oh, yeah. Um, Kerno. Kerno. Yeah. Kerno's kicked 19. And so two, So in the top five goal scorers in West Coast Eagles games, only three of them are Eagles. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. What a year they've had. Yeah. Because Jamie Cripps kicked 16. Yeah. So he was third on their goal kicking, right? But two blokes in two games kick 19 each. Um, yeah. That just sums up the year, doesn't it? It does. It sums up the it year. It does. So uh, what are the other omissions from that team? Dusty Martin, did he deserve a Guernsey? Are we measuring him too high on his past performances? Was his year... 2017. He still had a good year. Very good year. Mm. Was it all Australian worthy? Well, we, we, so you, you, who else would you punt? Because we punted Merritt already for Libba. 
You wouldn't punt Sarong, would you? No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't punt him. <laughs> the Bond? Maybe Rosie, but that's. I mean, the thing is, you're punting players who've had great years. Rosie. I'm not punting the Bond. Don't be silly. He could win the Brownlow. Yeah. Well, you can't punt Rosie either, can you? Probably. Nick Dacos. You wouldn't punt Nick Dacos. Uh, no. God, Christian no. Petrarca? No. No. I think they did a good job. Yeah, look, you know they what? did. I think apart, Pretty hard. Apart from Weedering and possibly Libba, I reckon. Yeah. I don't reckon, reckon Tom Stewart. They're in love with Tom what Stewart. What about Jack Viney's year? Nah, nah. I'm just saying he has had it. He is. No, he didn't have the year. Don't underrate him. Anyway, well done to those. Uh, do you want me to read out the, because uh, KB's on there and. That's all right. Anyway, now let's, you want to talk about, um. I, I, now, I, I've just got something to say. I just think I love Summer. Mm-hmm. I tried to get Summer to be involved with the Perth Footy Club this year. I really rate him. Really good footy brain. Doing great work with the West Australian, writing some stuff that, you know, he's, he's putting his proverbials on the line. He's actually saying something. Um, but I think, he, I think maybe now's the time to declare his hand in relation to Adam Simpson. So when, so when you write, people know that you're a massive Hawthorne man, right? Uh, yeah, but I'm never. I'm always objective in my analysis of Hawthorne. Mate. No, I am. Don't laugh at me. Did you know that people you said that with a straight face? Do you know people ring me up or, or email me and, and accuse me of being a Hawthorne hater. At times. Oh. They do. You can't win, can you? No. It's unbelievable. I'm the win. same. People people whip him to me, going, "I love I love the Dockers." Go, what? Hang yeah. on. I'm. Oh, I actually am trying to well, – I'll, I'll sound like you, yeah. I try to be impartial. You know how I try to think oh, of it? please. Whenever I write about or do something on the news about the Dockers, I try to think if if this was the Eagles, would I be saying this? Because it, you're so entrenched with the Eagles over such a long period of time mm-hmm. and you're used to their success that you, you can't, you've got to judge the other local team the same way. Mm-hmm. It's it, uh, we check, Me and Ryan, we check each other. You reckon this is a bit hard? You reckon this is fair? Do you have anyone who checks you? Yeah, I, I check myself <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I, I bet you do. Yeah. So everyone, you, so if you're doing a conflict of interest, de- declare. You know with board meetings you do a declaration yes. of conflict of interest right yes. at the beginning? So yeah. you would declare, I'm a monster Hawthorne fan. Mm-hmm. Okay? I, would. I would declare I played for West Coast and I'm the president of Perth. Okay, Someone needs to declare that... Adam Simpson beat him for the Eagles' job. That's very well known, though. No, I don't think it is. Oh, yes, it is. What? Did you know that, Josh? Not really. See, it was very. Uh, it was the a big bloke is sitting here with us every week. Big weekend, story though. at the time is that he had the job. He was told he had the job, and then Adam Simpson was so impressive in the interview that he got over the line, and and it was Alan Cransberg, the, the the chairman at the time, who mm. who got him over the line. Yeah. That's that's pretty well known. And yeah. could and could people assume that based on that you might have. Why? A bit of an axe to grind. Why? That the bloke, the, the, the dream job that you wanted and thought you deserved he's, and was handed a... by your John Worsfold, your best friend. Possibly, but I don't. And that's... it was all planned like Kirribilli. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would, you could you could think maybe that could influence you? How is it Kirribilli? Well, because Wusher I would hand it over was Gonski mm-hmm. and he said, well, I think Sum should get it. I don't know if he fully backed him in or not. Trevor Nisbet definitely wanted him. It was all looking sweet till they had the interviews. Mm-hmm. Some talked a lot about footy, apparently. Um, Simo came in with a global view and started talking about the front office and how, you know, the fish rots from the head or the reverse of that. You need to have the head sweet to have success in a footy club. And they thought, wow, who is this bloke? 
haven't heard much about well, this Simpson guy. I haven't heard much. He played 300 games and two premierships. Yeah, yeah but North. these are local blokes, right? Yeah, okay. So they're mainly. <laughs> Pretty well known. They, they, know, they would know Summa and Wusher and yeah. Nizzy and all that. Yeah. And Nizzy was sort of advising that Summa would, would be a well, good. Well, clearly. Uh, Simpson was a good choice because he's a premiership coach now. <laughs> yes. Well, that's right, mate. Yeah. So that would probably but get up your nose too, wouldn't it? No, why does it get up my nose? Not your nose. Uh, he, I think, but I, I will say, however, that I think ten years plus is too long. So I think he's been there too long. But I've said that all along. But good on him. He mm. survives. Well done. That's right. Sumer's paid. He's entitled to have an opinion. No, I'm not saying he shouldn't have an opinion. Mm. I'm just saying there should be a disclaimer there as well. It's okay. just like if I'm, you know. Anyway. I don't want to go into it too much more. The other thing I wanted to mention yes. was Damien Oliver, mate. Now, yes. talking about e- big Eagles fans. Oh. Monster. Monster retiring. Eagles And retiring. The GOAT, is he the GOAT? Yep. Is he, he's right up there with, who's the other one the, they talk about? Moore. Oh, oh. Tiger Moore. George Moore. Uh, yeah, Roy Higgins, uh, the professor. Jim Cassidy. Uh, Jim Cassidy. Uh, Mickey the, Dittman. Yeah, there have been some greats over the years. Um, Nash Rewilla. Yeah. Darren Biedman. Biedman, yeah, but I think you, I think the top. Yeah. Apparently, George Tiger Moore is the one they always say is the greatest. But I, I reckon it's got to be. It's almost got to be. And I think if you look at uh, moments in Melbourne Cup history, I mean, oh. it's not just about the Melbourne Cup. Oh. That's just what everyone. But oh. I mean, media puzzle. If I mean, he wins just it moments, this year, it will be. Yeah, well, Imagine if he wins the Cup going out mm, at 51. Mm. Mate. That'd be his third. How good would that be? It's what was his last one? Pre- there you go. What was his last? Who was he riding when he won the last one? Uh, did he ride to Remus? Began with but, F. Um, oh, Remind me. I can't remember. He used to be very Fiorenti good. or something? Fiorenti, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, Fiorenti. Mate, he... <laughs> I just saw a brilliant quote. I've got to show you in a minute. Mm-hmm. So they made a movie. I mean, where you were going was Media Puzzle yeah. 2002. It's just one of the great Melbourne Cup Mate, you stories. tell me, tell me, where were you over there? I was in uh, London at the time. Living really? in London. So it was the middle of the night. Was yeah, and you, have, you watch it. It's really hard to get the vision because no one knows oh, what's okay. going on over there. But, uh, yeah, so I you're probably not it. the perfect bloke to ask, but, mate, how was it? What I've a seen moment. it a million times since. What a moment yeah, was it? Was. It was the, I reckon, it's my boy. It, it's Cathy Freeman-esque. It's, it is. It's top three, isn't it? Yep. All time. Just lost his brother, Jason, his older brother he idolised. He'd already, he's, he'd lost his dad. The same way. Early da- yeah. doors. His brother had passed away. He rides media puzzle and going across the line, he kisses his hand, his hand to the sky, lifts his whip. It Jesus, was mate, you're powerful. You get me, mate. I'm just starting mate, to tear I'm up. Mate, I'm tearing up. I, yeah. When I was watching it, I reckon the whole of Australia teared up. It was one of the great moments. So, congratulations to one of Western Australia's great sportsmen. I mean, he, there's no question, is there? He's right up there. Yeah, absolutely. And they made a movie of that, of what happened in 2002. Mm. Remember Stephen, Stephen Curry played him. And what about, you know, do you know Neil Pinner? Yes. You know Pins, don't yeah, you? Yeah. So he's manager. So the way that Damien was integrated into the team when we were there, 92, 94. This is at the Eagles. At the Eagles, yeah. yeah. So Michael Brennan was in business with Neil Pinner. So yep. we all got to know Marta uh, to get to know Damien, the big O or Ollie or whatever you want to call him. And in the movie, this is no bull. In the movie, did you know that somebody played Neil Pinner? Okay. Martin Sachs. You heard of Martin Sachs? Oh, yeah. yeah Martin yeah, yeah, yeah. Sachs yeah. played Pins. Oh, wow. In okay. In the movie. Mate, it was, no, none of us could believe it. The funeral was so powerful. It was at the Redemptist Monastery. I know it. Yeah. And uh, Vincent Street. Yeah, yeah, that one. And um, the Melbourne Cup was there and it was on the – mate. It was, yes. Mate. Was powerful. So we've got some. We do have some. Uh, don't start me on the preseason, bu- the pre-finals buy. Don't you see the momentum we've lost already? It's just they've got to get rid of this pre-finals buy. 
have it before the grand final. I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but nevertheless, we have. You see what happened today? Ross Lyon came out and he said, guess where he said the buy should be? Where did he say? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> You're beautiful. Straight before the grand final. And you know why? Made a bloody good point. Concussion. Oh. With the focus on concussion now, well, of course. you don't want Hello. you don't want blokes McFly. to miss grand finals because of concussion. McFly. <laughs> Seriously. McFly. Seriously. It's not just con- concussion is a great um, reason, but it's not just concussion. <laughs> just what about the bloke with the, the hammy or the calf who has played for the club for 12 years? What about the fact that... What about addressing the, the two concussion two best thing? teams that – well, the two teams that have got to the biggest game of the year deserve the longest possible run-up to produce the best possible teams. What about the awards that happen in the first week in, – during the week of the grand final that teams outside Melbourne, players who are, that can't get to go, all of those reasons mm. – No, just, you're right, you're right. But no the concussion thing – It's massive. That concussion. really cuts through because there has been so much focus now, not only on concussion and you have to have the – X number of days, don't you? But also um, on the suspensions that you cop if something happens. You know, so it saves those guys who uh, get a week. Well, actually, probably doesn't, does it? No, no. Does it or not? You get a week, you miss the grand final. So even if if there's a week, ah, so it doesn't happen there. It's about concussion, Barra. I mean, the the fact is it's a 12-day, 11-day, 12-step, whatever it is, Mm. but you've got to go through those protocols to get yourself right. I think it's a fantastic idea. First time I reckon I've ever agreed with Ross Lyon. Well done, Ross. (laughs) Is that right? Well, you know. Now, the quote of the day. I've got to read you the quote of the day. Yeah, read me the quote of the day. (laughs) You're amusing yourself today. Oh, it's bloody funny. What's going on at the moment? Seriously, some of the pooparama. As yep. you would, a pooperama, as yep. you would say. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> mate. Sorry, I'm not quite adept at barrister speak. Just <laughs> no, at the no, moment. no, no, no. You just, and it, God you help me. I well, never want to. Hang on. If you talk about poop, you don't call it poop, do you? You no, bloody I'm American just, or what? Rarely use the term. To poop. Be honest. Get, that's a lot of poop. You yeah. would have said a lot of poop. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Look, <laughs> Ben Harvey. <laughs> it's in Ben Harvey. Did you? Ben Harvey's on this show, isn't he? Or he's he, great. he works yeah, with yeah. you guys, mate. He's bloody funny guy. Funny guy. So he he interviews. Uh, the Prime Minister, Albanese, mm-hmm. the other day, okay? Um, big function, 1,000 people, Leadership Matters, 7 West. Incredible event. Mr Stokes is there. Every heavy hitter, heavy hitter. I'm sitting with Liam Bartlett, who's now part of Channel 7, right? Mm-hmm. And Benny Cousins. Um, Wush is there. It, it's the absolute who's who, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what was funny? Some girls from St Mary's came. They were political uh, students. Political students to, yeah. to, to so how good's that? They school send them there to be part of the whole thing. Guess who they got selfies with? Albo. No. You. No. Ben Cousins. Oh, yeah. That's who they want. There's a number one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good on them. Good on them, Ben. Going. That's good. I couldn't believe it. Where was he going with this? Oh, Ben Harvey. So, Ben, mate, very good interview. And he interviewed Albo, that, right? Yeah. Have you, you remember that show, Blankety Blanks? Yes, I did. You would have loved Blankety Blanks. I did. You're Graham Kennedy. Like, yeah. Mate, the crow. You know, no, that the, was that was on um, in Melbourne tonight. But Blankety Blanks was Graham Kennedy. You're right. He got banned from television from in Melbourne tonight. He did the crow call. The crow call. Yeah, we're and not going to do that, it here. Why was that banned? Well, it sounded like a swear word. <laughs> Very much. Like, it was F A R K. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he hosted that show. Yeah. Josh is going. What are these idiots talking yeah, about? Yeah. Our uh, producer. Google it, Josh. He's <laughs> a young man. Anyone under what? 30 goes, what are these nufties talking yeah, about? Yes, I love Blankety Blanks. Mate, how good was Blankety Nolene Blanks? Nolene 
Brown yeah. and Dave, Ugly Dave Ugly Gray. Ugly Dave Gray yes. with a cigar. Yes. Mate, funny bloke. So tell them the premise of the show, how it worked. Well, you, it's a word. You have to fill in a gap with a word. There was a blank in there. Yeah, there's it? a yeah. blank in there and you, it's a phrase or whatever and you've got to fill it in. It's very funny. It so Ben show. Harvey used Should that. Should reintroduce that? Oh, man, he used it on the Prime Minister and he said, okay, we're going to play Blankety Blanks. Remember that show, Blankety Blanks? Did Albo Blanks? know what Blankety Blanks? Yeah, 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 and he said, oh, so you'd be ugly Dave Gray. <laughs> Is that what he said to Ben? <laughs> That's what he said to Ben. <laughs> That's very good comeback. And um, one of the questions was, uh, Basil Zemplis will represent blank party <laughs> at the next election, whatever. And guess what Albo said? What? No, I don't know if I should say. Labor. One nation. How'd uh, that go down? Yeah, I don't want to comment on that, mate. He's my friend. But anyway, the best, <laughs> the greatest line Ben Harvey's, one of the greatest lines I reckon Ben Harvey's ever had in this whole, like he's a very funny guy, isn't he? He was the guy who coined the phrase about Trevor News, but... If there was nuclear war, the only thing left would be cockroaches and driven. <laughs> he did. His he did. Yes, he did. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not laughing at Niz, just laughing at. It's a pretty funny line. But in one of the show, <laughs> the show this week, Harvey explains why Trevor Nisbet and Adam Simpson could eat West Coast mascot Aussie the Eagle and still keep their jobs. <laughs> That's very good. That is very good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Poor old Aussie. I don't like the thought of that. Look, before we get complaints and emails, we're not having a crack about eating eagles or anything like that, right? Yeah, good luck trying to. I mean, listen, they're protected. I love eagles. We love them, don't we? Don't you we said Cordes? it. No. I didn't say I, it. Ben Harvey said it. Any ben. mail that comes in, address it to Barra. <laughs> ben Harvey said it. And we're not encouraging anyone to do anything crazy like that. We're just saying that it was a funny line. So pick me. Pick me a waffle winner this or two waffle winners this weekend. Qualifying final Saturday, Leaderville Oval oh. at 2 10 pm, Subiaco v, v Peel Thunder. Uh, Peel Thunder with 12 AFL players. Mm. So imagine, I can't believe Peel aren't going to win it because, like, and we're some not ex you know, AFL players. I was too. talking to Ashley Prescott, and so I live, Ash lives near me, right? So he's the cap, he's the coach of Claremont. I bumped into him on Sunday. They just pumped us on the Saturday night, mm-hmm. on the Saturday at Claremont, I, I, I couldn't believe that they're in an elimination final. Claremont and East Perth are in the elimination final. So that's final. Sunday at Leaderville Oval 2, 10 p.m. By the way, punters, get out there and support the Waffle this yeah. weekend. Get there. It's a festival of footy. It's a festival of footy. At Leaderville Oval, mm-hmm. both days. But I can't believe that either Ash Prescott or Ross McQueen, who coaches East Perth, one of them will be out on Sunday, on Father's you, Day, Father's Day night, that's how it works. the Father's Day massacre. It's not the end of the world. I know, but but those sides, Claremont, it's a game of football. East Perth were on top about two minutes they ago. Were, they were. And Claremont, they've got the best side in my opinion. But you know when Jack Buller went to the VFL or the AFL, the AFL, it really hurt him. Jack Buller, remember Jack yeah, Buller? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Jaden Hunter, our guy yep. went. That really hurt us. We would have had three more wins at least. Jack Buller left, went and played for Richmond, wasn't it? And I hope I'm hoping he, he gets he, he gets extended, but the 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 uh, Peel Thunder I think they can have they can have nominate fourteen Dockers I think they can play twelve so, so there's going to Bro- be if you look at their best last weekend Corbett kicks five Brody was among their best mm. uh, got they really Travis Frio really need Brody to have a good preseason I still think he's crucial to them big body in the midfield Travis Collier yep uh, Nathan Wilson. Joel Hamling, how can they not win? I was well, saying, they, I, was they, well, to, I think Subi gets up. I was saying this to Prescott when I got dropped back to the waffle. I would have thirty or forty possessions. And this is not about me. I'm just giving an example. How the hell these blokes don't dominate the waffle is just mind-boggling to me. Seriously, some of them. Ash do. goes back. 
but Laidley ed- went back to uh, West Perth. Danny L. Laidley. Yeah. Went back to West Perth. Used to kill it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, these guys don't. I don't know why. Well, you have Zach, Zach Clark has. So he's a former. Mate, AFL he got spifflicated. Did you hear what happened there? So that Subi game you're talking about, right? Eastern Mount or Subi. Three quarter time. Look at the scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 50 point victory, dude. No, but look at the scores three quarter time. Yeah. 6 16 to 8 4. So super tight, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds of the sounds of the uh, the huddle goes in on at three-quarter time, you know, on seven, and you hear Zach Clark going, if you haven't done anything yet, there's still time, lift. You know, it doesn't matter that you haven't played well for three quarters. You'll be remembered for the last quarter. And then someone else goes, it'd be good if we won a stoppage. Have a look at what happened in the last quarter. Yeah, nine goals to one. Absolutely demolished. So these from are now the favourites, clearly. Mate, that, and that was out without Marsh, um, that Milan, mm. what's his face? The, 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 three of their best players didn't play. Eastern Mantle are the hottest favourites of all time. Mm. They got the week off. If anyone beats Eastern Mantle, it's like so. Who wins Subi v Peel? So Peel wins that, I reckon. Okay, I'd reckon there's just just so many AFL top players. Yep. Maybe. And in the other game, it's a toss of the coin. It's going to be East massive. Clear up. Going to be massive. You're right. Let's get along. Let's support them. This is the opportunity to beat a league of global. It's great down there. You can go behind the goals Le- again. Yeah. yeah hit by the footies. Pummeled by footies all day. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I was talking to my friends about that. I said. My mate Glenn, he reckons in the Waffle Grand Final last year, he went and sat behind the goals. Is he bull twanging? And the guy says, no, he wouldn't have sat behind the goals. I did. What were you doing there? Because I had my whole family and we wanted to experience the outer. <laughs> and what? It, I reckon it would be the closest thing. Don't hear me out. I reckon it would have been the closest. Because don't forget, I arrived here in 93 when the Waffle just was on the, you know, it was oh. on the decline. It wasn't what it was. So you hadn't been to a game like that before? That was closest, I reckon, it was would have been like to go on the Waffle in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that much different up in the stand, though, mate. I well, could have I, got you those seats. It would have been no dramas. I'm a man of the people. You could have come up there, but have sat with Rick Arden. I'd like to be close to the Mr. <laughs> Whippy van too. <laughs> Just in case. There it is, the truth. <laughs> you get your ice cream knocked and out of your hand by the balls, a, though. A can bar pretty close to that too. Just a couple of coldies, you know. Didn't have to dress up, put on a bloody suit. Yeah. <laughs> now we barra. I'll tell you, the, crap. something else happening this weekend, mate, which we should mention. Uh, uh, it's uh, happening, starts tomorrow night, and that's the AFLW. Yes. Now, I actually, the, you'll think I'm taking the mickey, but I'm actually quite excited about this. I've, I've Why been... would I think you're taking the mickey? <laughs> yeah, so it's, good, it's a good question. Why would you? And so there's been some beautiful things happening um, at the West Coast Eagles. Um, just trying to While you're doing that, I'm just gonna I'm going to read out the changes to the rules this year. So they're longer quarters. So each quarter will be extended to 15 minutes plus time on mm-hmm. for goals or major injuries. While the length of halftime and quarter time breaks have been reduced by two minutes and 30 seconds respectively. And all of these changes, Barra, are to increase fatigue. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Additional train on player will be allowed based on club applications. Um, the boundary umpires will move 10 metres into the, into the playing surface when the ball goes out of bounds between the 50-metre arcs and then the boundary throw-ins within the 50-metre arcs will be completed from the boundary line. So it just makes the ground bigger. Fatigue again. The existing last touch out of bounds rule will still apply between the 50-metre arcs. Mm-hmm. I reckon that'll come into the AFL, but that's you know, a debate for another day. I reckon that will eventually come in. Runners can access the playing surface three times per quarter until the last three minutes of that quarter for a maximum of 90 seconds each time. I'm all for restrictions of runners, Barra. I don't, I, I, it's been a big – was a big bugbear of mine, and the AFL did a good job. 
It got to the point where all you saw was fluorescent vests running around. Yeah, but you know what they've done now? They, they're going to use those boards. Yeah. You know, that's, the, right. that's what the AFL did. So that's, that's right. what now what the women are doing. Good. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? I suppose it's better Not than really. them out there. Clubs will be permitted to use interchange boards and the um, fine amounts will increase as well where a player has committed the same offence more than once in the last two years. So quite a few changes. Um, and, and we start with a derby, mate. In uh, WA at Fremantle Oval. Um, on Sunday, I think it is. Yeah, can you just check when it, what day it is? Because that's going to be monstrous as well. So it starts with the Derby. I'll, I'll tell you a couple of half interesting stories. Yep. I, I love the Dockers team because Lisa Webb's coaching them. Yep. Fantastic lady. I'm going down to do a um, SimSat with a, what we call a SimSat. It's called a simulated satellite cross. So yeah. basically. Oh, is it? Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you told me what that was. I was, up, I was up all last night wondering. <laughs> what we do is. <laughs> and I'm not the king. Do we really need to know? <laughs> Have you noticed that I'm not the king of the two shot, though? The framing? Yeah. Who are, just think around, I don't know. around WA. Like, yeah. who are the blokes who put themselves in the stories the most? Like just you tell you, me. Do you watch a bit of telly. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah like, like um. I don't know. You tell who's me. Who's the dude on Channel Nine at uh, in Melbourne? The old guy, oh, Jonesy. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, Tony Jones. Tony Jones. Yeah, good he, man. He, I like Tony. Good guy. Good guy. Him. But he's been around a while. So have I, by so the way. But I don't put myself in the two shots. He he's always <laughs> in the two shot. You know, like why don't you put yourself in him. the two shot? Uh, because it's just not right. It's not about me. But also, you're getting a bit older, and that he's no oil painting, Jonesy. I might love the bloke, but he's no oil painting. Let's be honest, right? No mirrors at my house. I know. You know what? Can I just can I just interject there for a second? You know what my big bugbear is with the, t- the reporting of emotional stories is when the journalist gets involved in the emotional side of it. Mm. Sorry, I don't like that. Mm. It's the it's subject. It's not pure journalism, is it? No, you're it objective. Isn't. You're telling the story it's the person's story to tell you don't involve yourself in it the other two the two great um is that fair yeah the two great framers framing themselves in in wa are locky locky uh reed yep he, he doesn't great like, man locky oh, don't great get man, into great man no great man great man but loves a two shot does, well, I haven't noticed. <laughs> mate, the whole segment is a two shot. You're bagging everyone. Oh, you know today. the other day. The other day. Yeah, this, mate, so you're going to be me next. <laughs> I've done you. Oh. The other day, this is no bull. They did a cross right <laughs> into. Where's that? Where's that hair joint? When you you know you when you've got a hair hat. Or, oh, it's called a wig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, you get those plugs or whatever. Yes. Ashley and Martin. Yes. Ashley, I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure it's Ashley and Martin. They did. <laughs> I did across the two of them, right? Hazelby and Reed. How much hair have they got? Jeez, oh, I don't know. Hayes got good, good crop, hasn't he? Do you want to be careful? No mirrors in your house. I'm not doing crosses in your No mirrors in your house. Martin. We're a great civilization once lived, Barra. Yeah, but I didn't. I, like that's why I don't put myself in the shot, particularly uh, from behind. But no, but they did a cross into. This is no ball. I don't know how it got into the news. I did a cross into Ashley and Martin. I'm losing the plot here. <laughs> the, uh, and they were talking. They actually gave away a gift or something related to it or something. But those the, those guys love framing themselves in to the – the, anyway, I'll get back on what I was talking now, about. So let's talk uh, AFLW, yeah. right? No, I'm serious Do you want me to here. tell you the fixture? So Friday is Melbourne-Collingwood. Saturday, Carlton-Gold Coast. Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide. So there's the showdown. Hawthorne-Essendon, big rivalry. Sunday is uh, North Melbourne St Kilda, Sydney v GWS, again, the Battle of the Bridge, and Brisbane v Richmond, 
Finally, Fremantle v West Coast Eagles, Perth, 3 p.m., and it's live on 7, mate, and 7 plus. Mm. So get down there and support the girls and then tape it and watch it on 7 afterwards. Yeah. But you've already told people. If you to can't go, get there, watch it on 7. Hang on, you've just told people to go to Leaderville Oval. You can't have it both ways. No, you can. Well, half of you go to Leaderville, <laughs> half go to the AFLW. Support both. You almost convinced me that you really care then. No, I do care. No, you do. Now, I do because I'll tell you why. Emma, Emma. Emma O'Driscoll yes. plays for the Dockers. Yes. Northern legend. Her her brother plays for our Colts team. Aiden, he's going to get drafted. He's Good. going to the National Combine. Obviously, Nathan's a Docker. Yep. Um, I love Elisa Webb. You see Mark Webb's coming back? Yes, I did see yeah, that. From the Bulldogs? Yep. Yeah. So he'll, I'm trying to get him to uh, the Demons, but I'm tipping he'll go to Fremantle or West Coast, won't he? Mark Webb, Possibly, assistant coach. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's change going. That's, change that's, is coming. So that's Lisa Webb's husband. Yep. He's been away all year. Coaching in Melbourne without seeing his kids, so he's obviously wanted tough, to come back. Tough year for him, yeah. Um, so that we've got all those links there. And over at West Coast, there was two beautiful things that happened. Lauren Wackfer, I think it is, she made her debut after having a shocking year last year, ACLs, all the rest of it. And the way they did it was, uh, you can Google it up, the rehab specialist Alexander Chin, Chinny they call him, mm-hmm. Chinny, right? Chinny, mm-hmm. Chin, Chin. Chinny said, oh, I'm going to do a poem about what rehab's been like. This was on camera, right? And he did this beautiful poem. And in there he revealed that Lauren Wackfer was going to make her debut for oh, the Eagles. That's a nice touch. Oh, mate. And she, she wigged out. Like she reckoned she blacked out. What is the quote here? She said, I had such a, a rush of emotions. I, I literally blacked out. And um, wow. so she'll be playing. But I was going to tell you about Bella Lewis. She's yep. one of the best West Coast, West Coast Eagles women players. Guess how she got discovered? Uh, playing an I old... discovered her. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did, mate. Yes. How? I was president of the Subiaco Juniors. Yes. Right? And she was skateboarding at the local Subiaco skate park. Right. And one of our committeemen said to her, you're pretty athletic. Would you like to play footy? And she said, I'm a trampolina. Is that right? She's a, she was a trampolina. Okay. So she came down and started playing with the boys and I think she won the best, I think she won the best and fairest at West Coast last year or the year before. Bella Lewis, mate, absolute star. So I'm a huge fan of the women's game. You can have a crack at me if and you like. Send in emails, whatever you like. Why would I will people defend have a crack them because they lie. do, mate. They do. Yeah, well, you know, can I say two things? One, um, don't compare it to the men's game because it's a different product. It is a great product in itself. Don't compare it. That's is that where a backhanded people, compliment? No, or? that's where people get lost, mate. This is where these people who are rusted on don't see it for the beauty of it, right? Mm. That's the first thing I'll say. The second thing is. It's going to incrementally improve the standard because the junior pathways that did not exist when the AFLW was Mm -hmm. created, Mm -hmm. those elite pathways now have had five, six, seven years. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of elite talent coming through. So just give it a go. Mm -hmm. Have a look. If you haven't watched it before, give it a go because it is a good product and it will only get better. Well said. Eight quarters. Well said. Hey, what about the cricket, mate? Did you watch the cricket? I didn't. We absolutely smacked the uh, yarpies. What time was it on? Oh, it's late, but... But the batting lineup. Do you ever sleep? How's the batting? Do you sleep? How's the batting lineup? You got to sleep at some stage. (laughs) So Marshy nearly got a ton. Mm -hmm. In new captain Mitch Marsh. So the Bison. Bison. Jesus had a good year. Have you seen his old man? Have have you seen the pictures of his old man in Bali? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's when he made his test. (laughs) He made his ton, and 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 Sean's there, and Swampy. And they go. Bison, bison, <laughs> and they're in a bully buggy. You yeah. can just imagine. You where, and me would have been there saying the same thing. I wonder, thing. Uh, it could be that sports bar um, <laughs> in Cooter where you can have a bet. 
There's pa- they've, got, they've got punters in there. It's a great. Like, His nickname's Bison. I forget the name of the bar. Well, we're saying Bison. Yep. Anyway, have a listen to the batting lineup. Yep. Ma- and just tell me what what these guys all have in common. Marsh, Inglis, Stoinis, David, Hardy. Uh, that was West a, Australians. Yeah, first five blokes in the batting order, all West Aussies. Mm. Well Going all right, uh, West Australian cricket. Yeah, oh, no shit. We mm. won everything last year. And the year before. <laughs> and the year we're going for a hat trick. Going and right. the sky's blue as well, by the way. Oh, I know, mate. <laughs> now, Barra, it's time for this. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the Thirsty Camel Mailbag. Thank you to Thirsty Camel and Barra. I'm mm-hmm. excited. We have a new product. It is uh, we're giving away a 10-pack of Woodstock Bourbon and Cola 4.8%. So yeah. Get your emails into Quarters and Barra at wanews.com.au. Provide all your details and please keep them as short as you can because some of them are so long. I know. We just haven't. I never listen time. to you when you say that. Uh, hi, Quarters and Barra. North Melbourne has poor membership. It will have limited revenue resources. North Melbourne recorded 20 losses in a row this season in an 18 team competition. This is the fourth year in a row they've finished bottom two. Is their darkest period throughout 98 year? Uh, is this the darkest period throughout their 98-year VFL-AFL playing history? Quarters repeatedly says he sees improvement and likes what they are doing at North Melbourne. <laughs> Why is North Melbourne allowed to survive? It's a really good call. There's people who suggest – I reckon it is their darkest period, by the way, but you forget back in the day, well, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, St Kilda just won they, – they just raffled the wooden spoon every year. And uh, so they've had – I mean, had, you've been saying that – I like their squad. Their defence is, on, they need defenders. How going to be their darkest period when you keep saying how good their, their players are, their well, midfield, their young blokes? We've raised the point four years in a row. So Yeah, know, I know, but you, so, you, so you agree. They've that, got a midfield. They've got a, they've got a lot of go. talent there. He's going to go there again. He just called it their no darkest priority times. picks. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> and by the way, is it fair if Mackay leaves, they get the next? No, it's not. No. No, it's not, mate. No, it's just because they he might ask for eight hundred. Does that not no compromise the integrity of the draft? Absolutely, but but there's such puparama that, that people would get away with. And it. by the way, what is the? Can the AFL come out and tell us what the formula is? It's secret herbs and spices. I oh, know they just make it's, it. Up. It's about salary bands, what you're going to be offered and where you go according to what sort of pick. Yeah, you if get. you're going to get eight hundred, you but get. But it's pick secret three. herbs and spices, mate. And I reckon if they get picked three or four, but it, but you would say that they would need they'd to mix pick. the sugar in with the salt, mate, with, for the sh- herbs and spices. Now I'm a North fan. You know, I was a big admirer of Ross Glendinning and, yep. you know, Great Jimmy Cracker yep. and the rest of the boys that went there, Phil Kelly. Malcolm Blight. Let's go one for one. I'll say Ross Glendinning. Oh, Malcolm Blight was a very good player. Yeah, yeah, but West Australian boys. Oh, yeah, the Crackers brothers. Yeah, I'll say um, Phil Kelly. Yeah, Phil Kelly. Yeah. Um, oh, keep, keep, Graham Melrose was another <laughs> who went there. He was for West Australian, wasn't he? He was. So Wardlaw, unbelievable yes. player. Yes, LDU, Sheasel. But they do got to fill that back line. They do. The back line and they lose Mackay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do. That's that's the area of urgency. But look, um, yeah, worse we don't rooms, disagree worse, with you. Worse accommodations. A high that. quarters and barra with the Eagles losing three high-quality players on the weekend and minimal waffle depth, we can make the assumption that they are a worse team heading into next year regardless of incoming drafted players. Ultimately, what is the benchmark for Simpson? If they lose the first five or ten games next season by an average of 70 points, will the club not just be back in the same predicament they were prior to Monday and just delaying the inevitable? Or will Eagles fans and the club see Simpson as succeeding, 
by keeping scores under 50 points per game, right. for he's example. He's been sarcastic. A great yeah. podcast all year. Cheers. That's from Adam. No, well, I, I, he no, raises a couple sarcastic. of good points. He didn't points. need to be sarcastic. Okay. Well, let's right just... up to then, he was on the money, Adam. Well, no. He's but he's been sarcastic, sarcastic saying, oh, so you're going to keep him. But, no, no, no. But, but, hang on. Let me finish. All right. It was a financial decision, Barrett. Ne- yeah, at the end of next exactly. year, it'll be $3 million, not $6 million payout. Mm-hmm. So that's the first point to make. Good point. The second point is, I think they will this probably could <laughs> be worse next year. But the players they've lost didn't play a lot of footy. Nick Natanui didn't play at all. Mate, hang on. Hang on. I, I said that to Adam Simpson. I said, Simo, could it get worse what did he say? next year? And he said, yes. sarcastically, what, one win? Yeah. What, one win? Yeah. Uh, Adam, what, one win? That's that's the answer to Adam. Is that how he said how it? How can it go backwards? Well, you can have one win. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have 10 losses by 100 points or no more. Sorry, have, I didn't mean to scare Eagles no supporters. No one's going to have one win. But oh, well, the, they the, had three in the, the end. The As other, it turned out, they had three. So two wins. The other thing that will happen is the, the kids who they got games into this year will improve because they'll have another pre-season oh, yes. behind them. And they, they couldn't possibly have the injury run that they've had. Well, so I'm, they've got to fit their they, fitness program. They've I'm got to thinking sort six to eight wins. They need a really tough pre-season. They mm. need to really get fit and ready. Yeah, Having said that, Entering this year, uh, Adam Simpson said, you know, we've had a really good preseason. They mm. actually went into the season really hopeful that, that they would have mm. at least a full list to pick yeah, from. Yeah, well, that's right. The, their waffle team won all their preseason games because yep. they had players and then it went bang, bang, McGovern. Black. You know, guys like McGovern. Liam, Liam, I was watching Liam Ryan highlights the other day. Mm-hmm. How good is Liam? They, he played three games. Man, yeah. they've got blokes to come back. They'll definitely win six to eight games. And then you sort of go. They win well, six to eight. That's a good year. I'm not sure they're going to win six to eight. I'd say more like four to six. They won three, right? Yeah. You think they can get to six, don't you? Well, let's see. It's only three more wins. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. But I mean, it's not necessarily. Uh, you know, he, Adam Simpson survives for now, but it's just for now. He may. It, it, mm. it'd be. He may not see out the two years. But that's okay. No, that's true. It's a financial decision. It's the middle of next year, if they're still battling, they'll they'll start. The wheels in action, yep. in motion. Now, I'll read this out, uh, and apologies to Sam from Les Murdy, who sent this in before the final round. So, uh, But we do try and get to them when we can. Um, I want to raise one of the mysteries of the year. We all know what we lost in Mundy, Lob, Acres, Logue. They each contributed in 2022 and have left various gaps in the team. One less talked about omission this year, however, is Will Brady. Take a look at the following stats of his from 2022. I just mentioned this earlier. Um, Games played, 24. Ranked top three in team. Handballs first, clearances first, freeze four first, contested possessions first, disposal second, tackle second, inside 50 second, brown low vote second, uncontested possessions third. I believe there were some minor injuries going on, but this year he has consistently been admitted. What is going on? Interestingly, as well as the above stats read, he did not manage to poll top 10 in the BNF last year, despite second place for the club in Brownlow votes. So the question is, are we overrating him or is Frio underrating him? Would love to hear your thoughts. Might be a bit of both, Barra. As I said before, I reckon one of the players very important to them is Will Brody. And he has had injuries this year. So and he hasn't been able to reproduce the form that we no, saw from that's last what's year. happened. That's that, a bit that of both. Is, that's exactly what's happened. And what happens when you're injured? He's you know? Will Brody yep. of the Gold Coast. Yep. He's not Will Brody of the Dockers last year. He, I don't know what's happened if he got in a TARDIS and headed back in time or something. But he's he became Will Brody. So Jager comes in. He was supposed to replace Monday. Jager ain't Mundy. Well, no one I love Jager. Mundy. I love Jager, yeah. but Jager ain't Mundy. Top three. And anyone who thought Jager was going to be Mundy. in its history. Yeah, I mean, you had Jager at Hawthorne. Did you ever think he was a David Mundy? 
No. Exactly. Very, very good footballer. But that, that, that's yeah, how yeah. you would We're describe him. Jager. He's a perfect man. He's not elite, elite like yeah. Mundy was. And so he comes in. Basically, he replaces Will Brody. That's it. That's all that happened. And they still haven't got Mundy. And Fife, he didn't play. So that that is what happened there. I don't know about Will Brody. This, the uh, the if he gets a big preseason, can he come back and be the man they want? They didn't. He wasn't playing the way they wanted him to play. You just hope they do, because otherwise they need to get a new Will Brody, which is, you know, Matt Crouch or I don't know who is it. Do they do they get a big, a big inside mid because Brody's not going to come up, or do they back Brody in? That's their dilemma. Because Fifey, how many games he well, going to play? Well, let's hope he can. Yeah, well, he's a big body. There's a lot of gambles. And the thing with uh, with Nat is he's just sacrificed his body over the years, and it, mm. and it takes its toll, as you know. You wouldn't be surprised if he. If he fired up, though, I'd love after him to a year off, be, I'd love to see you know a foot I mean? fully fit Matt, uh, yeah, Matt Fife that in that midfield. I'd love to see that, and they as they surge towards finals because um, you know he he deserves a flag as do as have a lot of their decorated players. Monday twenty twenty five, they'll there. challenge in twinkle, 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 uh, you know what, Sam? It's a great email, and um, because it took me two weeks to read it out, you win the 10-pack oh, hey. of Woodstock, Berman & Cola, 4.8%. Uh, please send your details into Quarters and Barra at wanews.com.au, and thank you to Thirsty Camel once again. You have been listening to Quarters and Barra. Good luck to the AFLW this weekend, particularly the Fremantle and West mm. Coast girls. Good luck to all the waffle teams. Um and get along to support both codes. And tonight, see if you can tune into the front bar. They've got a fantastic exclusive with Nick Natanui. Oh, wow. Yeah, 8.30. That be... What's he going to be wearing? Yeah, he's still wearing his going out gear. Will they ask him about his shoes? And I'm... Doesn't he have 80,000 pairs of shoes? Yeah, yeah, athletic. She's got his separate wardrobe and stuff. We weren't allowed Are to do Are you a collector st- of anything? No. Oh, you didn't bring your poems in, no, by the way. No, I'll bring them in next week. What was you the, read one out was, yourself. Yeah, what was that r- word you used for poems? Your Iambic pentameter? Your gr- My Irv. Irv. It's a collection. I was listening back and I heard, I, I must have missed that. Irv. What it's, is Irv? It's a collection of poems. Irv a collection, of poems. An Irv of artwork. You're a very Irv. urbane man, aren't you? I oh, am, yeah, mate. Just uh, deep thinker, mate. I'm on my way. I'll bring my <laughs> Irv in and we will read them out <laughs> over the next few weeks. Please. Listeners, please bear with me because some of them are a little bit out there. Mate, it's going to be a highlight. High You'd rating. Be surprised. Are you coming out to the airport now? No. To do Caleb Sarong? No. Why not? Because someone else is going out Who's there. Who's going I'm out there? I'm busy. I've got things no to do. No one mate. I don't want none of the nufties. <laughs> They're not nufties. That's very <laughs> unkind. You have been listening to Quarters and Barra. We have been brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. But please gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Barra. See you, buddy. Good luck over the weekend. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. If you're a fan of the podcast, why don't you get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quarters and barra at wanews.com.au. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your mates. This has been The Game with Quarters and Barra.